Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, and welcome to American Muslim Project. I'm Asad Butt. American Muslim Project is a podcast where we share the contributions Muslims are making to American life. In each episode, we elevate unique Muslim voices that are shaping this American experience. Thanks for joining American Muslim Project. We have a special episode for you this week that we are calling our recommendations episode. As you can imagine, we have a lot of great content during our interviews each week, much of which is edited out of the final version to try to keep our episodes to about 30 minutes. Typically during my interviews, I ask my guests for recommendations of books or podcasts or movies to see. Sometimes I ask them for recommendations of people to follow. This episode, you'll be hearing some of the recommendations from six of our past guests, much of which has been previously unreleased. Up first, Dr. Shaista Kilji, who is a professor of human and organizational learning and international affairs at the George Washington University. Yeah, so I'm a bookworm, so I'm going to recommend some books. Um, There are a few books that I can think of which I've read in the past one or one and a half year, which stand out for me. The first one... I would recommend is a place for us. I think it was written in 2018 by Fatma Mirza. It's really a beautiful story of a Muslim American family growing up in California. And um, when I read that story, it reminded me so much of my own childhood and also reminded me so much of um, me parenting a 13 year old, I think at that time, 11 year old. Um, is it a novel or is yeah, that it is a, fiction. Yeah, it's fiction. fiction. Um, it's a story of culture and traditions. Um, and it's what I really enjoyed about this uh, book. It's written from three very different perspectives. Uh, perspective of the mother, father, and the eldest daughter. So you really see a contrast here growing up in California with a Muslim identity. Should you adopt it? Should you not adopt it? How do you become American? How do you... How do you sort of uh, hybridize that Muslim um, American um, identity? And what I really also liked about that book is in telling their stories of each one of those characters, she humanizes relationships that evolve over a period of time. Um, um, So I appreciated that. The other two books I would recommend, one is Cast by Isabel Wilkerson, which is um, a great, great read. I found it extremely informative. And it looks at the establishment of slavery and racist structures within within the United States. And it's really full of um, accounts that describe a society-wide system of social stratification characterized by 
um, hierarchy, inclusion, exclusion, and even purity. Um, I would say that is a must read for anyone um, who lives in the U.S. or anyone who is um, vaguely interested in yeah, knowing the American history from a different perspective. And finally, yeah. Educated by Tara Westover, oh, yeah, which was all. Sure. Uh, have you read that book? Uh, uh, my wife has read it and she has recommended it to me many times. And I've read a lot of reviews about it, but I haven't yeah, read it just yet. <laughs> it's a beautiful book. It's also her memoir of overcoming a survivalist family in Idaho, I believe. And uh, I think uh, the icing on the cake for me was that I, um, Tara Westover, um, you know, she didn't go to college. I think uh, she didn't go to school until she started college. And then wow. she ended up going to University of Cambridge. And as she described oh, wow. uh, walking um, uh, the various buildings, it just brought back a lot of um, fond memories for me as well. She graduated with a PhD, I think in history um, at University of Cambridge a few years ago. So I would say those are three books. Uh, collectively, these three books define um, uh, resiliency of human nature. You know, also tell us how our identity evolves over a period of time. And these are also stories of living, love, loss, pain, and growth um, of human beings, which I think is very, very relevant to what I do and um, for a living as well. Yeah. Thank you for those recommendations. We'll add links to the show notes uh, to all those. Sounds good. That was Dr. Shaista Kilji, who we spoke to in March of 2021. Our next guest, Qasem Rashid, joined us in May. Qasem is a Pakistani-born American author, politician, lawyer, and human rights activist. He released his first children's book this year called Hana and the Ramadan Gift. Is there anybody that we should be following online? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, you know, uh, books that we should be reading, anything that you think that would inform us to be better citizens? Are, are you talking about Muslims or just people in general? People in general. Could be Muslim, could be not. Two, two names that come to mind. One, um, Salam Bhatti. He's, he's Salam on Twitter, S-A-L-A-A-M. He's a good friend of mine, and he's a poverty lawyer. So he works on food insecurity issues. And, you know, given that one in nine Americans are food insecure, he does some. He's done some really amazing work in this space, and uh, there's a lot of resources being provided to folks who are hungry that people just don't even know about. Um, and so he's done some really amazing work in helping pass legislation in Virginia to expand food access to to hungry families. Um, and that story is one that's really undertold. So he's somebody that I think you guys should look into. Um, yeah, maybe I'll have him on as a guest too. Yeah, I mean, and he's somebody whose family was on food stamps when he was a kid, and so he's gone from being on food stamps to now fighting to ensure that we can expand access to, to kids and, and kind of decrease child hunger. So, yeah, he's a great guy. The, the other person that I think uh, you want to have is uh, Professor Simran Jeet Singh. He's Simran on Twitter, S-I-M-R-A-N. All these people had just one word names. He's, um, <laughs> uh, he's a phenomenal uh, activist, scholar, theologian. Um, he's a Sikh professor, but he teaches Buddhism and Islam. He's... Uh, you know, really active in the Sikh coalition, the largest Sikh civil rights group in the country. They were pretty active with this Indiana mass shooting that just happened. He's been active on um, the farmer protests in India. Um, he actually just came out with the children's book last year. That's been oh. a massive hit, wildly successful. It's about the oldest Sikh. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, oldest person to ever run a marathon. Uh, and the guy is, is, a, is a person named Foja Singh. He's a Sikh. 
he's 110. He just turned 110 years old. Wow. And he started running marathons at 89. So just some really powerful stuff. But he's another person that I would highly recommend you guys talk to because he's just got a brilliant worldview and just very good at what he does. Yeah, sounds very interesting. No, thanks. Thanks so much for the recommendations. There's one actually. There's one last person I would recommend. Sure. Yeah. Please, please. That I, she she's a bit harder to get a hold of, but um, Lexi Alexander, she's a she's a Hollywood director. Um, she was a director of the the Punisher film, um, oh. and she's Palestinian. And uh, you know, just especially with what's happening in Gaza, she's been just an amazing voice for um, for justice and for people to speak up. And uh, somebody that I, I really admire. I think she's Lexi Alex on Twitter. Our third set of recommendations comes from Serena Rasool, an actress, writer, and founder of Muslim American Casting. Serena is a daughter of Palestinian immigrants and grew up in Southwest Virginia. So, um, you know, I because I'm Palestinian, I have to plug the present uh, by Farah Nabalsi. Um, it is uh, a short film that was recently um, nominated for an Oscar. Right. And um, it just, it's a very, very brief depiction of what Palestinians have to go through on a daily basis um, and the subjugation that they are uh, that they have to endure uh, when crossing checkpoints um, in the West Bank. So that is on Netflix. So anyone can watch that um, that has Netflix. It's about 26 minutes, I think. Um, but in terms of some, some other folks that aren't so mainstream, um, there is a an entity that's come up recently. Uh, it's called American Muslim Films. Um, oh. Zahir Ali is uh, the oral historian that um, is behind uh, behind this. And so it's basically they put together short films and um, they're putting a documentary style film together that documents um, the American um, Muslim experience. And, uh, and, it's, and it's based on histories of, of Muslims throughout the U.S. And so they really trace back almost about 400 years to the first known Muslim individual who was brought here, um, who was enslaved. Uh, Bilali Muhammad was his name. I think just checking them out and, and checking out some of their short films and um, retracing some of that history um, it's just, it's so amazing because we've, Muslims have been in this country for 400 years, over 400 right. years. And, um, and they're doing a really great job of trying to bring those stories to light. Check them out and check out Zahir Ali. He's just, he has such an amazing, vast uh, knowledge base um, on the uh, historical Muslim context within the United States. Um, so he's super cool. Yeah. And then again, there's from the Palestinian context, there's some books that, some fictional books based on true events that um, that I like, uh, Mornings in Janine um, by Sosan Abul Hawa, um, The Woman from Tantura by Radwa Ashur um, are some, some good books. And then, of course, I have to plug Mahmoud Darwish. Um, there's like kind of a, um, his book, The Butterfly's Burden. It's just a, it's a collection of all of his um, poems, which is really great. So, yeah. We spoke to Serena in April of 2021. Next up is Afros Khan, a city councilor at large in Newburyport, Massachusetts. She was the first Muslim woman to serve on that city council. Well, you know, it, it's so busy, the work we're doing that uh, with city council and other work that I have very little time to really spend on watching as much as I'd like to. But my, my daughter, a way to spend time with my 11-year-old 
is um, she really told me to watch with her uh, Japanese manga series, M-A-N-G-A. What, what is that? Uh, so a manga series, which you should look up, it's called Attack on Titan. But have you heard of that? Like uh, a manga? Uh, I think I have, but I don't know. I Maybe our listeners might not know it either. Well, it's funny because I, I always thought Japanese anime was like Speed Racer, right? But manga, yeah. M-A-N-G-A, is really the um, any graphic novels or comics that have been turned into anime. So they call them oh, manga. Um, but Attack on Titan, which has four seasons, and we're watching the first season. But it's a very, it's interesting because while she's watching it from her lens of an 11-year-old, I could see the political aspects of it too in what oh, might be being kind of stated about the state of political being um, that faces people. So it's like the future, it's it's survival of humanity, and it's being attacked. They're, they're attacked. The Titan is a, is a very enormous human, but it has um, various qualities. But the main thing is it cannot think, and it's just out to destroy but it's just the way it unfolds. I, I, re- I recommend that. It's really good, actually. Attack on Titan. A Frozen I spoke in February of 2021. We'll be right back with more recommendations. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers. And most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Welcome back to American Muslim Project. We are hearing from past guests on the show about recommendations they have for us when it comes to movies, podcasts, books, or just people to follow on social media. In February of 2021, I spoke with Razi Joffrey, the co-director and producer of Hamtramck USA, a documentary that explores the life and democracy of America's first Muslim-majority city. Here are his recommendations. Ah, oh, great question. Let me think about this. Um <laughs> Um, you know, I came across this really great, um, really great artist in New York, Sax Afridi. Um, you know, his work, he has, uh, he's a visual artist. He he explores this idea of sci-fi Sufism and Islamofuturism. Um, I've reached out to him. I've connected with him to get advice on a couple of projects. Um, I know a couple of other artists. Um, there's an artist named Alia Ali, um, who's based in California. Um, one of my favorite uh, people in the world is uh, a Muslim filmmaker, Musa Saeed. Uh, Musa is a um, uh, uh, creative writing and, and screenwriting professor at Harvard. Um, he's also a screenwriter, a very successful screenwriter and, and, and director. Um, uh, Noshin Databoy, one of my favorite uh, favorite people. Uh, I really look up to her as a documentary filmmaker um, a lot. Uh, and I'm really kind of focusing on the Muslim community, you know, right now. Uh, trying to mention, you know, people that I can that I can think of, um, but yeah, those are a few that come to mind, and um, you know, I really 
want to give a shout out to them because these are people, you know, Noshin and Musa that have really, really inspired me um, as well. Um, uh, but yeah, those are some of the people out there, you know, that I think are doing some amazing work. Razi's doc called Hamtramck USA is airing online at various film festivals and on some PBS stations. Finally, our last set of recommendations comes from Shahjan Khan, a voiceover artist, actor, and producer. Shahjan co-founded the Kaminas, an internationally acclaimed South Asian-American punk band. We spoke towards the end of 2020. I just, three days ago, I, I want to get the name of this right. I just discovered this. Um, it's a, a hand-painted animation short film from Pakistan, from, I believe, Karachi. It's called Swipe. An animated short film, 2020. The 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 production company that made it, I believe, they're called Puffball. Um, it's I don't want to say too much, but it is uh, it's it's a really heavy animation, a very heavy little uh, snippet uh, short. Uh, it's about this fake app called iFatwa, where yeah. it's just challenging the idea of like fatwas. Sure. So that's an incredible show uh, series. There's also another, uh, speaking of stuff from Pakistan, there's a series called Jurels. Um, There's amazing content coming out of Pakistan. There has been for quite some time, um, but music, film, all sorts of stuff. It's a series called Jurels where um, a group of women form this uh, sort of false uh, uh, front company uh, to expose the elite men in Karachi who are cheating on their wives and they get and they enact revenge on them and it's fucking badass it's a movie or a series it's a series it's oh, a series yeah it's a, you have to watch it on this network called um Z5 um that's one i i loved rami have you seen that show rami I ha- i've seen a couple episodes i haven't yeah, i've been, I've been so, waiting to to binge it <laughs> dude see, so the first two episodes in season 1 i hated and I was like, this is garbage, but everybody's obsessed with it. Um, I have to keep going. And and I could not have been more wrong. Like I was hooked and season two also was incredible. Um, some friends of mine have been involved with that show in different ways. What it does is, um, especially when I guess we're looking at things in an American Muslim context, it it doesn't like sugarcoat anything. And it's it's a real, I think, representation of how far these narratives are advancing now, whereas we don't have to just settle for the representation stuff anymore. We can actually get, and I, I even saying we, it's not even my story. You know, it's, it's an Egyptian American Muslim story. It's mm-hmm. not a Pakistani American Muslim story. Uh, it's not a South, you know, there are things that I can relate to in it, but uh, it's, you know, the, the, the immigrant uh, struggle and that kind of thing. We can all probably relate to different pieces of that. Um, but you know, there's like, he has an episode just about his mom, you know, he has an episode just about his sister and, and then just the typical stuff that, you know, as an American Muslim thing that you and I can relate to. Um, so I think that he's really complicated the narrative in such an incredible way. Um, so that's definitely something I'd recommend. I'd recommend the show insecure. One of my favorites, um, HBO, it's ju- HBO, yeah, it's just like LA. Um, it's like the richness of being black in America without. It's just it, without just. It, it's just like people just are, and they just are, and they exist. I have so many shows I could talk about. <laughs> I love it. No, this is great. <laughs> man, man, man like Mobin 
uh, is a UK show, uh, which is about the um, kind of, I guess, Pakistani or South Asian Muslim diaspora of Birmingham, working class, uh, I think, which is also very, you know, it's a very important difference from uh, from sure. like, what you know, whatever we tend to as the um, middle upper middle class South Asians sort of, I think, assume that, you know, when we say, oh, this Desi, this or that, we we tend to like assume that we that we are the representations of that, that we control what that story is. And it couldn't be further from the truth. Um, yeah, we, we are quite a diverse community yeah, within man. Islam and then also within our own little subsections. Of- For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, movies that I'm excited about are like um, Riz Ahmed's new movie. That's co- well, both of them that are out that I don't know how I'm going to be able to watch. Cause yeah, well, I guess Amazon prime um, is going to have um, uh sound of metal. Okay. I'm really excited about that one. And also his other one, Mogul Mowgli. I want to see that. Um, he's, I mean, you know, we've known each other for a long time, but he, uh, he he's probably my inspiration as an, from an acting standpoint, you know what I mean? Uh, did you ever read the book Moth Smoke? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my favorites. I think about so that he, all the time. Yeah. So I reread it last year because it's such a good book. Um, I wasn't too crazy about the reluctant fundamentalist, but his next one um I forget the title is like how to how, how to make it in yeah Lahore or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's how to how to something something. We can look this yeah, up. Yeah, sure. That's right. that's next on my list. I was nice. just talking to a buddy of mine. Yeah, I've enjoyed um, all I, of his books, and I yeah. yeah. I got some I got some podcast recommendations. Let's see. We have today explained Vox Media. I listen to that one. The Daily. Obviously, those are the two For big sure. ones. Then maybe more stuff that not everybody listens to. I was a big fan of uh, Deconstructed with Mehdi Hassan, yeah. uh, although he's since left the show. No, I believe. Yeah. Uh, on the Peacock Network thing. Oh, yeah. There's this great show called Yo, Is This Racist? It's fantastic. Basically, it, start, it was started by this guy, Andrew T, and now it's uh, co- sort of co-hosted by Andrew T and Tawny Newsome. She's a great actor. Um, and their producer, also Matt uh, Matt Apodaca, I think is his name. And, you know, th- they talk about current current events and stuff. And um, But the so second half and the crux of the show is they listen to voicemails that people have sent them about, you know, and usually it's more often than not, it's like, people who are like, Hey, like is you should just listen to it. It's like people <laughs> yeah, that have racism related questions and it's a lot of humor. It's a lot of like, it's, it's a place where folks can kind of go that, you know, when you just don't have it in words or you don't have the, the wherewithal to like tell yet another white person why what they're saying is problematic. Just fucking listen to this show. Yeah. It's a great, great way to let off steam. Um, Another uh, great politically reactive with Kamau Bell and Hari Kondabolu. Hari Kondabolu is probably my favorite stand-up comedian, one of my favorites of all time. Um, Immigrantly is this show. Uh, this lady uh, Sadia Khan. Um, she's um, so I think she's a transplant from Pakistan. She's been living in the U.S. for a while. She started this podcast uh, a little while ago, and it's it's one that I tune in from time to time. She just has interesting guests on and stuff. Um, so yeah, man. Shah Jahan's episode of American Muslim Project aired in January of 2021. We'll have links to everything he mentioned, as well as all the stuff everyone else mentioned in our show notes. Thanks for joining this special recommendations episode. We're back next week with a regular show. 
American Muslim Project is a production of Rafaelion Media. Today's show is produced and edited by Mark Inato, Lindsay Gamble, and me, Asad Butt. Simon Hutchinson did our theme. Find us online at AmericanMuslimProject.com. Project.com.